Hello and welcome to another edition of Bertie and Paul. I am delighted on this lovely Tuesday night where Rangers are one up against PSV to uh, be joined by uh, the great Dan Devaney. Evening, how are we doing? The notorious Mikey Dahl. Hello. And uh, my 70 year old younger brother, Martin Kane. How are you doing? Yeah, evening all. The, the last podcast, it, it was only until later I realised I should have called it. Uh, he was it on you go, son. <laughs> Klopp tells your man, on you go, son. On you go. Uh, yeah, so look, uh, sometimes in Celtic, in a Celtic podcaster, I suppose, a Celtic fan, things can be a bit sort of bland. Uh, Celtic's at last season, a wee bit, sort of, uh, January, February, whatever, when we're just beating teams. Well, Brendan Rodgers just came in and put a new, a new, a new sort of slant on it. He's given us loads to talk about. And uh, yeah, what a weekend of football. Uh, Dan, you take it away. Did you enjoy Saturday, Ange Postecoglou? <laughs> Straight away, God damn, Ange. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the podcast for last week. If I'm being Did honest, um, obviously yeah. I was in, I was in there. I was in Glasgow, so I uh, couldn't make it on. And um, thinking back at it, you were talking about how um, confident you were for the the season ahead and if anybody was nervous etc and <laughs> I think I'd like to if we could even bring it back to that and give, give you different answers probably or else you'd say I fucking told you I was nervous he's <laughs> are actually he's actually quite right to be nervous after uh, that performance um, against Kilmarnock but listen I don't think everybody's obviously jumping on the bandwagon Rogers now <laughs> let's carry on we're terrible <laughs> we need to make seven signings you know it's it's not as bad as... I don't think it was as bad a performance. Yes, we didn't create much. Um, I don't go for the whole plastic pitch thing because it wasn't a problem last year or the year before. Um, we've had our tough matches at Kilmarnock and all that. So I'm not panicking at all. I know we've got a good few injuries. Um, it is going to be a bit touch and go at the back with um, who we're going to have now, Scales and um, Blaggerbeek and defence by the looks of it. So... Yeah, it's going to be tough, but um, yeah, Sunday wasn't the best, but listen, it's, um, we're out of the cup, so be it. We've got plenty to play for, so let's um, uh, get together and fucking move on. Hopefully, the next couple of weeks will be really good for us, playing, obviously, them at Ibrox and uh, Champions League starting. So a lot to look forward to. One thing about the cup, Mikey, before you tell us your your piece, is that one good thing is for the Champions League, it's another fixture we don't have to play in September. I know that sounds a bit weird, but actually, so it will be a, a fixture we won't have to play. Uh, but anyway, uh, but Mikey Dahl, what did you think of the weekend? I, the, the... Uh, well, I, okay, I mean, how do I feel now or how did I feel at the weekend? I was how do you feel now? How do you feel now? Uh, you... I, I mean, it's, the, the reaction's been way over the top, including, you know, including from myself. I think there's a big element of just try to get used to post post life, isn't there? Where you just kind of knew, as you say, like back February, March time, you knew what you were going to get. And, you know, it was, yeah, you, you just, even if you didn't play well, you kind of always felt that just the, the way the team was set up and their work ethic, they would, they would always get a goal. And, you know, it was just a wee bit, maybe like, Morning is a strong term, but you know it was kind of like trying to adjust to the fact that we're not, no, we're not going to be as uh, reliable really now, or or maybe we will be, but it doesn't kind of doesn't feel like it. Um, so I think there was a bit of that, but yeah, I mean, it was like all the concerns from from last week. Um, you know, I still think they're valid. You know, I don't. I, I, I mean, my biggest concern is, you know, Rogers kind of grumblings and stuff after the game about oh, lacking the quality and yeah I just I just worry about his suitability to kind of work in this this new model that we've got but it is early days um, but just kind of performance stroke reaction you know and his post-match reaction just that is that that's more my fear rather than a one-off game it's more like uh, is this actually going to work second time around? Um, but again, I know it's mate, that's it's still early days. But th- that, I think that was the reason why I was 
kind of maybe a bit. It was a bit over the top, but that's I think that was my overall reason because I'm I'm worried that he's not the right coach for what we're trying to do. No, it's really funny, uh, Martin. I know you're a corporate a corporate uh, person. Years ago, when I was working in the big corporations, it was a hundred hundred days. Remember Obama or whatever, hundred days. And nowadays, we sell tickets or a bill or I think it's sixty six games. Look, what they did. it's now a new thing. What Celtic did in six games, or what Rogers is doing in six games, and I just feel, yeah, just like it's totally an empty now. The, 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 the teams are different. Rogers is up against a different set of challenges now, and uh, all the history now, it just things move too quickly on. So for me, that six days, six games, or three games, or Postacoglu get beat three. The, the league's totally different. I think that uh, Derek McInnes has pre- proven that, and Barry Robson and Hearts and Hibs, they are different, better teams. So I think Rogers will get definitely a different challenge than he did all those years ago uh, when, he, when he turned up at Celtic Park the first time. What are you thinking, man? Are you, get, you feeling? Did you feel any good energy from the team at the weekend? Like I'm, I'm not going to throw you. No, it was just. No, it was a bit of a sort of static performance it was about nothing I mean the only good thing for me was is I was out on Sunday so I watched it on my iPad and couldn't make out who we were because even though we seemed to bring out 17 straps every season <laughs> we decided to wear the hoops I had no idea what was going on um, obviously the pitch doesn't make it any better with the sun shining um, but yeah I think the best overreaction which I laughed at was on another podcast when they're saying that McGregor should be dropped you're like oh calm down everyone that's just chaos and actually I thought I didn't like Rogers post-match interview and he's talking about quality and obviously there's been a lot made about his press conference on Friday about who's signing the players and he's there to coach but McGregor I thought spoke quite well um, he sort of reminded us all of when Posty Cogley came in and made a few sticky performances and he said you know we've all got to be together we've got to stick together let you know it's a good point you make Paul because I find it fascinating that people are judging players after maybe one or two performances as well new signings you know give people 10-15 games before you know you make a judgement on them Um, so the the thing that the the negative for me last week and he was one of my favourite players last year last season was Greg Taylor I think I said last week he really needed to step up because he's playing with two new centre halves. Uh, you've got Ralston, who's inex- well, not inexperienced as such, but not a regular. And Taylor should be the one that should be managing that back line and helping them through the game. And I thought he just made too many mistakes. And I, I, I was thinking about it on Sunday. I know a few folk were really heavily criticising him, but I just wonder if he's carrying an injury or something. Maybe me giving him a get out of jail free card. But that was the one thing that I didn't enjoy about, well, there was a lot on Sunday I didn't enjoy but I just thought Taylor, I was expecting a bit more from Sunday because if we're going to sign 19 players in the next week that everyone's crying out for your, your experienced players have got to step up and help them bed in because they're going to have to do it quickly because we could be playing Man City in a few weeks you know, and that's worrying um, if you've got you know five or six new signings in the team but um, yeah I think I'm hoping it's just one of those games where, you know, if anything, we pull our socks up and we move on. Um, but hopefully it doesn't become the norm this season. But yeah, I think the overreaction's been a bit wild. Okay, I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna argue the point about Taylor in a minute, but I'll just I'm gonna just take us back. So Ange at the weekend, Ange got one his game, I was a bit like just just not happy on Saturday night. I just didn't like the fact that he won so easily and he'd done his mate stuff at Sky Sports. It just drove me demented and I thought, right, then Rangers getting that freaking penalty kick or whatever they were doing, like Rangers just usual. Uh, everything was boiling up for me, Dan. I was like, oh, I'm not happy with this weekend, weekend the football. Posse Coglu calling the guy mate in Sky Sports and I was like, oh. So I was looking forward to the Kilmarnock game. And then the team came out and then the first 10 minutes happened, the first 15 minutes happened. And and what, what I can see, what my biggest fear with Rodgers was, and I'm, I'm not going to go back to all my conversation I had previous or the stuff I've been texting because to be honest, I'm just repeating myself, is that the team comes out, you know what Derek McInnes is going to do. Celtic have got two centre-backs that are just passing the ball between each other. And McGregor's not able to go and get the ball as much the ball was moving down to Atati, uh, sorry, moving down to Maeda. Maeda's putting the ball back. 
or it's going to the other flank, the ball's coming back. And I, after 20 minutes, I knew we weren't going to affect the game enough with this tactic because they weren't coming out, we weren't pulling them out, and Celtic were in real trouble, plus the physicality of these two commander players are all well-built, physical, getting away with murder. And I just felt it there and then. And that, that's, a, that's a concern for me, uh, that, that, that that's the way it kind of panned out, and it kept moving that way until maybe 62 minutes. Then the game changed, I, I thought. We've seen this before and maybe different guys he's done the seasons with different teams playing against different setups. You can, you can go back to many, you can go back to Tony Mowbray, you can go back to Ronnie Dyler. It's happened before so many times. I thought, okay, wait a minute, can Celtic change this? And they didn't really do anything. And that for me is, oh, that, that's going to be what's going to happen to Celtic every week. Because McInnes has shown you the blueprint. To, to how to how to play against Celtic it seems pretty easy just now if teams don't come out what do you think Dan was that the first 20 minutes for you did you feel like we're just getting our, finding our feet or did you think we should have changed it earlier no well I think listen with Rodgers we know he's not going to change it he's going to set out his game plan as he's done before and it's not going to change so I wasn't expecting it to happen um, I are going to sit in but so are the other um 11 teams, or sorry, 10 teams, maybe apart from the Huns, but most of them are going to sit in and we're going to have to try and break them down. That's always that's always the game tactics, you know what I mean? No matter what. Um, I didn't see as his game went on, I didn't, didn't really see his scoring. Um, I really had that half chance in the first half that he really should have buried, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Yang blazed one over the bar in the second half, so there was a couple of chances Kamarno didn't exactly batter his either, you know what I mean? So, I, again, like I'm no overly worried about it obviously in the next couple of weeks I might change my tax quite swiftly but um, at the moment I'm not too it wasn't a great performance we all know it wasn't a great performance um, I was a little bit concerned watching it but we surely okay so let's go back to tactics right so I'm not going to talk about Rogers that much so what I'm saying is we've got Ralston uh, we've got Ralston sort of there. We've got these two young guys that don't really know the league in a, a different type of environment, in a high-pressure environment, a team that's, all, that's up and not beat, already beat Rangers, a good performance against Hearts. Would it have not been a better time to bring a Watan, who, who is a good midfield player, to play beside McGregor, to go and get the ball and try and pull that midfield or that sort of those defending strikers, whatever they were, come on up players, try and pull them out a bit? When the Celtics seemed to be, the midfield didn't seem to have enough options in it and it didn't seem to know how to pull these guys out. Which, but that's surely due to just tactics. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking, I'm talking about tactics. I'm talking I about know, like, whether, whether it's a water or Turnbull, whoever it is, or yeah. home, whoever it may be, if they're still getting told to do the same thing, is there going to be a huge difference? Maybe, well, obviously, a different player, there will be a slight difference, but who knows, Paul? Who knows? Well, the thing is, but the thing is, but after twenty minutes, you know, well, Mikey, did you know what was happening? Did Martin, did you know what was happening? Well, yeah. I think one of the you, you know that teams are going to fancy their chances against their inexperienced backline. You would do if you were a manager against Celtic just now. You'd be like, right, let's put some pressure on these inexperienced guys to get the ball lumped up, set pieces, corners. You know, it's not that's what Scottish teams do against this and put put the you know part of the bus. But I think we've got to be then wise to the counter-attack when you do win it. And I just felt we were defending. We, I think one time I clocked it, we had pretty much, apart from Kyogo, every man in the box. And it was like, get me, I pushed up a wee bit. We're going to, you know, if we do win it, get ready, hit them in the counter um, and use the pace and stretch it. But I don't know, it just felt, as I said, it was just a bit of a nothing game. There was nothing, you know, and I suppose it's the easy thing to say is that, you know, you need to freshen up the midfield. But, I don't know, I, I just felt like, it, it felt to me like a pre-season match during the season, and that's when it comes back to your transfer activity, you know, get it done early, get your team settled, you know, Brendan Rodgers, as I said, was talking about, we didn't know what we were doing for throw-ins last week, I mean, that's not a team that's set up for success, you know, we're playing Champions League football in a few weeks, and my worry is we'll be sitting here again in January going, we get one or two points, we're out of Europe, oh, let's try and win the Scottish Cup in the league again and it's at Groundhog Day 
Um, but that was the feeling. It just felt a bit of a performance on Sunday, and it, it, you could go away thinking it is a bit of a pre-seat. I mean, Kamarnock played more competitive games than I think they're undefeated in six. McInnes was going on because of the League Cup, but that, that was the other annoyance. I, I just don't think we should be playing the League Cup this early on in the season. I think, you know, if you're not that I really care that much, but, you know, you want, I suppose, you want Hibs and Hearts to get into Europe. You want Aberdeen in, you want as many Scottish teams in as possible. Hibs and Hearts don't have the luxury of the amount of the biggest, uh, the bigger squads that Celtic Rangers have and the fact that they're playing on Sunday and then having to go and play qualifiers. I think the whole thing just seems wrong playing the League Cup two games into the season. But obviously, you don't want to make that as an excuse. But yeah, but I, I don't know. There's so many things you could pick apart for the performance, Paul. But for me, I think it just felt static and it felt like a pre-season but, friendly. But it's, like, like the thing is, it, this personality manager who's bringing people along with him, it didn't feel as if there was a, a Celtic personality on the pitch to go and win this game. Like It really felt as if it was a collection of individuals out there. I mean, did, did, did Rogers shout out and say, Kyogo, start playing in a sort of Mike Galloway position? I mean, where was Kyogo playing during the game? I was like, we've got this great striker and he's not even playing. He was sort of Harry Kane, Wayne Rooney when they started drifting back at the midfield. And literally we had nobody up. You know, like, is, is, is Rogers telling him to do that? Maeda had a chance to, to drive on and run. And he just booted the ball up the park. And I, I just, I, I, I didn't, didn't see like a Celtic team out there. Like it was, a, it was a League Cup. We, we, rightfully so, have been delighted in delivering treble after treble. But to win a treble, you've got to really graft and win these type of games. And I didn't see that at all in the last 15, 20 minutes. I mean, there was no shots off the line. There was hardly any chances. Yeah, the, 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 the dig wasn't there, and that's why you're getting such the backlash. But obviously, some, as I say, a lot of people are just going over the top. Um, you're right, it, it wasn't there, and, and that's why we only had the one or two shots on goal with that. You know what I mean? But after t- so, that's what I'm saying, Dan, after 20 minutes, you kind of know how the game's going to pan out. Commander are not really knocking their pan in. They've set themselves up well, they're going to be physical. That's where you make a change. You bring another midfield player on. Maybe you bring two midfield players on to try and strengthen it and say, right, guys, we're going to fight you physically now. We're going to make, move the ball around. We're going to pull you out. Because the minute, you, you see when Hart started passing the ball, but at the, at the end when he started bringing the command-up players, the command-up players were coming at us and pressing us up the park. Yeah. And we just didn't have the composure to play football. After that, the heads were away. I mean, certainly, we should... You should be able to draw these players out. Well, I mean, it's it's not like it's not like something we haven't. As Mikey says, we've came up against this again, again and again and again. But of course we have, yeah. I mean, there's there's one word called Glakimakis, but I'm not even going to talk about them because it's Glakim. People like Glakimakis playing a game like that, maybe against with Kyogo, would have helped us. But we don't like. I, that's a strange feeling for a Celtic fan to like. Half an hour in, you're thinking, wait a minute, we don't have a strike on the bench. Mm. I actually was like, oh man. I was, I'm on the, obviously, I'm on the spin bikes. I'm cycling a bit harder, thinking, wait a minute, what are we going to do? If I'm, sure I'm sure we've been there before. We've not, hardly the strike on the bench. I'm pretty sure we have. When we had, remember when we had the injuries, we only had two strikers. Yeah, Michael, Mikey Johnson. <laughs> or Liam. I just, that was a bit strange. It was just like, wait a minute, is this all coming apart? Uh, and goes Mike. back to one of the points Mikey made last week why don't you put somebody from the under 21s on the bench as a centre forward that's <laughs> just I don't get it like we've not played any youth players in the pre-season friendlies you know we said take a take a, a young boys we said Pog on your chance son take them over to Japan because you know you're not if you're not going to get the transfers in get some youth on the bench and see what you can do um, they've, played, they've played Summers in some of the games in the preseason. They played McPherson and then they've loaned them out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> like they played them a couple of games and then loaned mm-hmm. them out. Like I, I don't know. Which is fine, but you know, be good to. Pack. So at least I, I, I agree, I, I agree with you, man. Yeah. They should have some young squad. The thing is, as well, like surely that's for the other. The rest of the, the young lads in the team, they see such and such getting called up to even on the bench. 
there's your motivation. New manager's coming in, he's going to give us a chance, unlike the last guy. Yeah, it, was, it would have been interesting to see Mikey Darl, uh, like Vata playing that game yesterday, like getting in, crossing the ball, taking the ball off Ralston, moving, making command up players make some challenges against them. And just, I, I mean, there's a lot to say about youthful youthfulness in a football pitch. If it's if it's given the right direction, there's definitely a, yeah. a lot to be said about it. That desire yeah. to win games and desire to show that you're better than everybody else in the pitch. Um, and I know, and it, for me, it does it it does feed the. I just get. I don't know. I, I've just got this feeling that Rogers' heart isn't really in it. That, like coming back to Celtic, maybe again, it is early days, but. I just kind of worry that he's kind of taking the job out of some sort of misguided sense of, you know, or I, I owe people something because of the way I walked out the last time. I don't, he just, his demeanour seems different. He also doesn't have that Chris Davies guy with him. I don't know, like... I totally agree, uh, Mikey, watching the interviews, he just doesn't look as happy or as energetic as he was the first time around. Yeah, I maybe we're just reading into it now with a defeat, like... Uh, no, I know, we could be, but then, you know, you but you're putting all the things together, like, you know, not including any of the young players, not, you know, having a team that doesn't really look like they know what, you know, like he knows what they're doing. I don't know, like, I just feel... I've just never felt like this where Celtic were and where Brendan Rodgers were was was going to be was going to be right but you know everyone's saying like he's a great coach so yeah I, yeah, I don't know cool. but the thing is as well like the, the, the what's a strange thing for me Mike as well is that even though we had a good system we did have a great we had a good system it was working a new manager comes in Rodgers I don't know, Dan Devaney, whoever's the manager. We we changed, we go to change the system. None of this can really work out why, how he's changed it, but we kind of know it's changed. But he, instead of playing his Leicester 4, 2, 3, 1, whatever he was playing, he's kept the same sort of players in the same sort of positions. Would he not have been better just saying, right, lads, we're going to go three at the back, we're going to go 4, 2, 3, we're going to change it. I'm sorry, but I can't coach. This is a new wave. We're going to just go back and play this way. And this is the way I've been playing with Leicester. This is we play front foot with Leicester. This is the play. And I think he plays with two pivots, whatever. Barnes, Madison, different players like that. Would we not be better just doing that and then just saying, right, this is the new Rodgers team? A wee bit of refreshment. And there, and it, it would have given a better uh, prescription to do something better in that game. Because the word quality is driving me. Last year, fine margins drove me insane in the Champions League. And it's, it's funny how Hendo, Hendo's not on tonight. But the fact is that the word fine margins drove me insane. The word quality, when it came out of his mouth, I was thinking, well, whether we're looking for you to show quality as a coach. And I don't think we see that at the weekend. But I might be wrong because according to a lot of Celtic podcasters, and lots of Celtic media, it's got nothing to do with Rodgers. I've got 10 bullet points and none of them talk about the tactics or what happened in the pitch. Uh, we must sell Martin, I know you got it, I know you talk about, we must be the only top tier club in the world, top one and two in their league every single year. Then when we get beat, we blame our fullbacks. Never blame us, we blame the fullbacks. How can Ralston get blamed for Celtic not scoring. We, we scored two goals every single game last year. A nauseam. We've got one of the best strikers we've ever had. But yet, if you listen to all the podcasts, they're all talking about, I mean, apparently Hart played badly. Hart saved a shot. Like, <laughs> Taylor and Wilson were to blame for us not scoring. I just, I don't understand where this is going. It's the easy fall, guys, but it's always been the same at Celtic, you know, and it always seems to be the Scottish boys as well, for some reason, that seem to get it a bit heavier than the rest. Um, you know, and I, I find it fascinating with Taylor, because I thought he was fantastic last year. I really I did, good. even the season before And um, I, I don't think so far. I'd expected a bit more from him at the weekend. But what's he supposed um, to do? What, he what invited is... pressure on quite a bit with some of his slack passing. So he put the two centre halves in uh, a lot of pre- he put centre halves in sort of 
difficult possessions when it's you know the first sort of game for the club. That's okay. not great. You know, right. he's he, a couple of times he never showed for the ball as well off them. McGregor was getting marked out. Take take the pressure off them. That's what I mean about being a bit more experienced. You know, to, okay. and that's what I expected from him. But. But that, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, didn't right. think he was as good. He wasn't as good on Sunday as he was last season. You know that wasn't what we've been expecting. A Taylor. The what I hate. The what I hate. Was, I hate watching a Celtic performance, Dan. I hate when, like when Taylor did do this, which he, he passed the ball because he he passed the ball back to the defender because he had no options. In a huff. See when that happens, I like it drives me insane. You know that way. You're just like. Oh man, and that happened a couple of times. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not letting you. I, I think. And then these two, those two young guys, man. Like, surely Celtic should have a better. I don't know. Scales would have scales done better than just because he played with Aberdeen and. I don't I, think so. No. But the defenders. Pretty much all the time domestically, so it does come as a big shock. 
And you do need 24 hours to go, right, okay, it's one match, it's a wee cut, still got a lot to pay for. Um, what you're you're saying there Paul is is, you know when you're looking at the game on Sunday really in depth it was just it was quite difficult to go this is how we're trying to play what's our identity you know the full backs getting to the getting to the byline and whipping the ball in I can't really remember that it was just you're struggling to remember much because it was a bit of a nothing game so you know you, you just want to see Rogers and and to play devil's advocate, Paul, going back to one of your earlier points, um, yeah. well, I'm sticking up from too much, Rogers, is that I kind of get why he's sticking to the same formation and stuff because he's taking over a winning team. So maybe he's thinking, I don't want to rock the boat too much because obviously what they were doing last year worked well. So maybe I'll just make little changes as I go along. But he's not really telling you much in his interviews and I, I, I agree with you Dan I do think that he just looks a different character to the Rodgers of old and he, he doesn't really seem up for it as much um, and you're not really getting the same sort of you know you feel like saying the Rodgers do you know what we all know you talk rubbish but can you just get back to full Brendan mode again and start hitting us with Danny McGrain stories you know <laughs> like he's perked up again um, but did he throw but his yeah, players I don't know that's maybe what he's, he's looking at but the thing is, with, with Rogers, as we all know, that he, he likes his gamemanship. So, like, the word quality at the weekend, is he throwing his players under the bus? Is he saying we don't have enough quality to win these games? Is that what he's actually saying, Dan? And if so, how come we won the league last year? <laughs> like, well, you know what I mean? Like, did I just dream that myself, did I? <laughs> the, fact, the fact he's even coming out and saying that now we can't sort of um, throw wins. You know I mean? Why do you even come out and say that this early in the season? You know what I mean? Things like that, never mind throwing your players under the bus. You shouldn't be saying stuff like that. You come out and say, right, it was a, it was a defeat. Now, there is some positives to take for that. Now, the, the old lines that we love hearing managers say, oh, there's some positives, but there's some negatives. We need to regroup. McGregor done it. How's, how's the manager not doing it? Mm-hmm. Go back into the dressing room, sort it out between these. I don't want to hear any negatives this now time in the season. There should all be positives and driving on and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I listen. I don't listen to Rogers press conferences because I can't listen to him. <laughs> for being honest, I just I'm, I'm not there yet. And um, that defeat at the weekend just kind of went, yeah. Well, I like to oh. like to point out that Rogers uh, did an interview today on Celtic TV, and guess what game he's talking about? The Rangers game. I thought that was another thing. He was talking about the Rangers game and what Rangers what? game? The PSV yeah. or the league game? No, the league game and how it's great that Celtic. Not St Johnston. Yeah, like what's he doing talking about that game? Mm. We can read through it. I'm just like, well, some, did somebody ask him? You should be just focused on the next game because, like, the next game is going to be an absolute nightmare if he doesn't get it right. Um, he did make me smile. I saw a clip on Twitter that he's, I can't remember what he calls Jota. It's like Yota. Yoto, kind of sort of alluded to Yoto. Yoto or something. Is it Yoto, isn't it? Ah, it's brilliant. Um, but he kind of alluded to the fact that we are going to get in for him. Did he? I'm sure that's what I got from the clip. I, just, I quickly watched it earlier. Like we're, we're going to explore the possibility of it, but that would be the strangest transfer dealing ever if we got him back so soon. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I was I missed Jota big time. <laughs> I, just, I didn't realise how much I missed him until. Uh, yeah, it would like, be oh, to- totally bizarre if he came back. Totally bizarre. Yeah. It's it's a feeling of it's not the feeling has done. It's like he's not doing anything. He's in his prime and he's not doing anything at all. And we are he's, set. Was he playing thirty-two minutes? His team. I get thirty million. Strange. <laughs> I take it. <laughs> 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 oh what? Higher salary than Messi or something? He's gonna pay minute. <laughs> he could come back and buy everyone a retro bumblebee and be like a complete fan's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> buy the brazen head and just run it. Yeah. We'd all walk in with Derham, we'd all wear de- double Derham that day, wouldn't you? We enjoy it come back. Oh I love I love him come back. You're, we've been linked to Juranovic is going. We get linked Linked to obviously Tierney. Who else we get linked to? We get linked to another player that was supposed to be coming back to his. Ah, kids. So this season you get linked to everybody. Oh, man. We're just like. Yeah. And then. Stuart just, Armstrong's name's not been thrown Patrick in Roberts. Patrick Kenny Roberts. Kenny Miller. <laughs> Patrick Roberts. <laughs> I was like, I was reading it going, what, 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 what? And I, I look, I. Yeah, I. 
I don't know. I, I'm not going to give you my big rant. I know everybody's probably thinking I'm going to start ranting about Rodgers, but I'm not going to do it because I've done enough and more inter- internal dialogue last two dates. But yeah, like transfer window, like what do we do? Like I just don't want Celtic to buy all these players, but it looks like we're going to start buying players. Uh, or are we going to buy players? Or I don't know. Like you, you can't go buying players that like are squad's huge. I know that. That's what I'm saying. I don't want us to do it, but uh, it seems to be the takeaway though from from these first like from Sunday is like well we we now lack quality apparently and we need to go out and spend big in the transfer market and it's like really so we need to go and spend ten million pounds on a guy that kind of get in the Wolves team. Mm-hmm. Ah, ooh, I don't know. It's yeah. Um, but we see, when's the like, ra- sorry, you go. No, I was just going to say, and then what? Like Rogers pisses off in six months' time, and we're left with a, a big wage bill with all these players that I don't know. It just it, it it feels wrong. It feels like quite a you know quite a big commitment from us right now. Um, if we start suddenly asking asking what players Rogers wants and accommodating that, that kind of shouldn't be. Shouldn't be the deal. Well, we've been there before if he walks out, so we'll take that again, you know what I mean? See you later, mate. But was you know saying like a week or two ago, like don't expect any more big signings? Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he came yeah. and said that. There's not going to be any yeah. big Yeah. And now he's bemoaning a lack of quality. And then no, he got gone by Lagerbeekle. Well, it's not like a big um, Hollywood signing, if you like, you know what I mean? We're not yeah. going to splash in the 20 or 30 million or whatever the hell they're expecting to spend, but... So they're not exactly going to go and get somebody who everybody's going to go back and go, wow, unless it's Jota, you know what I mean? Because you know what he gives. I, I, I can't see I him deals coming in. Surely Rogers knew all this when he signed up to it. It's like, what was exactly. his motivation for coming back? That's what I still can't get my... You know, he came back and he said, I want to progress in Europe. So we were like, wow, okay. But At the very start, he said he, prom- he was promised yeah. more things that he didn't get the last mm. time he was here. Because that's, that's what the big question was. Why have you come back? Yeah. Why did you leave? <laughs> oh, well, I've came back because I've been promised more than I, I was um, getting the last time. But it doesn't seem like no, it. You see, you see it, it, from what I heard from when he came back was he was kind of saying and that the recruitment side of things has really improved since he was last here. So that whole fact that we got rid of Starfelt and then like two days later we've basically got a really good Swedish set of half in, you know, like we that was pretty much done in like three or four days. So it, that to me was the stuff that he was saying, like that's why I'm back because before it was just like scrambling around, you know, trying to buy Marvin Compare and stuff like that when I asked for a decent set of half. Mm. And, you know, that, that was supposed to be the reason that he liked to come back, so or he wanted to come back. But I just, you know, I, yeah, it's just not, it's feeling off to me, it really is. But look at the tactics, Mikey, the weekend then. So the tactics at one stage, I, I, I think I'd run to the toilet. I ran to the toilet because the spin bike was killing me. Ran to the toilet, came back, and Hank Savannah was on the pitch, was standing beside Yang. I was like... Who's harmed? Has somebody been injured? Or who? They're literally standing beside each other with Greg Tate. I'm like, why, why are they so close to each other? Like, what's going on? And th- those two players, Rogers picked out in his interview to say they did really well, they have a bit of an impact. I was like, well, if Yang ha- had an impact, why not just play him from the start? Are we saying that you're saying quality, you're saying the players you started didn't have enough quality, the players that you brought on had quality? I, I just couldn't couldn't work out how the changes in the game were going to affect the game, you know? I mean, Kyogo, Kyogo asked for the pass about 37 times and never got a pass. Watch him. He's like, give me the ball, give me the ball. He just didn't give him the ball. Like, home, he basically didn't pass it to him like 10 times. I'm like, well, you might as well give the Japanese guy the ball because he, like, scores a lot of goals. Just give him it. And... um I thought Abada looked really sharp when he came on, when he was playing. I thought, yeah, he's really up for it, but he just didn't give him the ball, so there's nothing he can do, you know? And I thought that's what Rodgers did well, was that sort of stuff, like, like, like lads, right, come on, Armstrong, you, you go. Remember Rodgers used to do it? I know, I know, I don't, the reason, and people say, well, you can use the word remember because Rodgers was here before, so you can point out things that used to happen when Rodgers was a coach, because we don't, but we used to have the, 
the running the the midfield players that ran past Mr. Dembele, remember? Midfield players that used to go past break the lines. Well, there was none of that at the weekend. Like none of that. Like players bounding on, you know. Maybe his tactics have changed, but certainly uh, if I wasn't nervous last week, Kilmarnock, though Derek McInnes is like give me a, give me a dunt. And, and also, Martin, going back to your point about, I thought Celtic had got away from talking about personalities, about individual players being, I thought it was about our system and how we developed and moved on. But the minute we lost a game, that word quality came in and everybody, players were getting slagged. And the fact that Callum McGregor was getting talked about is laughable. The best midfield player in Scotland by a mile. And if you talk about quality, he is a top 10 midfield player in Britain. No doubt in my mind. And if, if you want to go Rogers quality, we've got one of the best strikers in Japan. We've got a Japanese midfield player that's on the bench. We've got a couple of the best players in Korea. We've got two... Oh, he just scored in the World Cup. Yeah, so that's quality for you. You get my draft. It, cut, it cuts both ways. And if, if, if Bill does get us together... It'll make it, I started saying in the podcast, it'll make it more interesting. But I think we're going to have to grin and bear it a wee bit because we're, we might be having more conversations less as the weeks go on. But it'll make the, more, the league more exciting, for definite. It might not might age me in about 10 years. Buster Coughlin's top of the league. Can't watch match today. You know what happened today, Mikey? You know what happened today? Phone call. Uh, anyway, Sophie had to go somewhere else to do her horse ride and blah, blah, blah the world I live in and then I was like okay so I had to go and pick up the wee one the youngest one from the school and the youngest one's pal was coming and the wee brother was coming so out, out he comes Dan the two, the two girls and the wee boys like in primary two or whatever what strip was he wearing full strip oh, taught them I was like you're joking me <laughs> on, on the roof rack with you wee man I'm like just give me a break uh, so yeah, I think we may just have to strap in for it and, and look the sunny side up. But look, listen, there's not making day. We'll play St Johnson, then we'll play that mob. We'll have the Champions League draw, and then if we've got a hard group and that mob beat us, I broke. Then we can panic. I'm not panicking. I don't. I, I, that, you are, I can hear it in your voice, man. I'm not panicking. You're ready, you're ready to go to the windy. I'm not because you know what it's like when I start to panic and start ranting. I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. Like, but. Uh, it's just funny. It's just a funny feeling to have like this great team, this phenomenal treble-winning team. Like two months later, with a partly a quality coach, you've got two random random guys about the back, and Kyogo, uh, Kyogo's looking like a man. Maeda looked terrible the weekend. Like just looked was not interested. I think then, Maeda is hot and cold. Though let's be honest, like he's uh, a good yeah. player, but he's hot and cold. You know what I mean? So anybody, okay, but we are a Celtic podcast and we're going to talk about our decisions we didn't get. Do you any rants about that, Dan? You, you don't do that, do you? No. No, it's, it was a penalty all day long. Haskabanovich is a penalty. The guy catches him, doesn't touch the ball. It's a penalty. And yeah. their, their, their goal was offside, as has been clearly shown on numerous uh, social media um, outlets. So, um, and Taylor. Yeah, I, I, don't, Taylor. I don't think there's much to discuss, is there? Armstrong getting elbowed. It's just yep. like I was like you're, but that's like oh, that's old Celtic. It, just it's, like, it's why VR not picking up. You know, it's I, I don't know how VR only picking that up. How they've not given the penalty either. I'd, and this is what we need to bring in. Like I don't know if you're watching the Women's World Cup and the referee's explaining what's happening. She's mic'd up and you can hear every decision she's making. But it's a breath of fresh air. And that's what we need. We need the, the VAR or the referee to say, that's not a penalty because X. And you go, right, fair enough. That's their view mm. on it. But, I mean, I, and I'm not, I mean, you know, I don't talk about referees. The problem, the problem I foresaw years and years and years ago, Martin and Mikey, was the minute they brought VAR into Scottish football, because they're so bad, that team are so bad, they would dilute penalty kicks and give excuse after excuse. So they get dodgy penalty kicks every single week. Now, the minute we hit a bad spit, Celtic fans have got hundreds of examples of dodgy penalty kicks that they've taken 
and Sabanovic for right or wrong, he goes down, he gets contact, but it's so diluted now that we're that you're just like and it. I actually couldn't look at the free penalty. I was just so annoyed at the weekend with different things, but it, like it's just yeah, we're just not going to get him. It's just it's not right, but it's just the way it is. It's yeah. Uh, and that's why we're going to... down to a Derek McInnes team in Ayrshire in the Cup. We're not getting anything. Yeah. It's simple as You know that. Like, that's why, that's why we don't put ourselves in that position. I don't, we need to be, you know what I mean? We don't be relying on that. I need to be two or three now I'm cruising. You start yeah. thinking that you end up in a deep, dark hole. You know, it's the Celtic fans complaining we don't get uh, penalties at Ibrox. It's not going to happen. Move on. <laughs> it's, exactly, that's it. wrong. 100%. It's, it's, I don't know, but you can't. In the last time. You could Derek McInnes with the ref at the end of the game. Oh, that was right. Oh, Jesus. You've got to laugh. <laughs> See you doing the lodge later. Uh, your man's a Celtic man as well, isn't he? The referee, apparently. Uh, McInnes and Lennon were doing the old pals act. I saw. Well, Lennon's everyone's mate now. You're saying to McInnes, you owe me a t- tenner from the last round of golf we played. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, very nice. good, Lennon. Uh, yeah. So that was us. We have to, I don't know, are the Glasgow Rangers did the beat PSV. My phone's not been working with that Two one. Each. So. Two each. Two each? My God. Yeah. Interesting. Danielo spurs a, a huge challenge. So these guys are going to be hot and cold as well, the strikers. But yeah, it's look, it's going to be entertaining, whatever it's going to be, and the frustrations are there. But we just have to see what Rogers brings to it. But it's going to be, it's going to be entertaining at least. League's going to be tighter. Uh, the next and, two weeks are going to be very interesting, as I say. Like you play St Johnson, then the Champions League draw, and then you play them at Ibrox. And after that, I think we'll all have a, <laughs> another opinion on it. And. Um, <laughs> Hopefully a better opinion will all be like flying. Looking forward to Champions League, beat them yeah. further ahead in the league. So just, I'm staying positive. It's just frustrating because <laughs> this was supposed to be our, our year for on the Champions League, you know, and it's just like you mate, left, you know? <laughs> mate, you see him doing that thing in Sky Sports. He talked down to the interviewer. He couldn't help himself. Yeah. He's got Angs has got this charisma and he just talk he's got the way he walks in a room and all that, but he talked down to that guy and the guy took it. I don't know like, Ange, shut your face, mate. You know what I mean? Oh, it was just the way he talked down, he was like, Oh, I got my first mate. I was like, Oh anyway, those days have gone now. So yeah, look. Let's let's bring it on. Let's bring back Jota, Patrick Roberts, Armstrong, Tierney, <laughs> and uh yeah. Just play them all at the once. Just one play time. them all. Oh, you'll, yeah. you'll figure it out. Jota, oh, what? Oh, we great, man. Bring all the. So like just sign all these players back. Just give it Waldy. Just, just wait for the meltdown when Ange signs Kyogo. Just the end, the last day, transfer <laughs> deadline day. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go up there myself and. <laughs> I mean, I think we're ending in a positive Dan. Can you imagine it? Like you're sitting down. Put the, sp- put, put the Spurs Man City game on and Kyoko, yeah, Kyogo and Jota are playing up front for Spurs are <laughs> just sitting there and they're, they're three nothing up I'm like I'm just going to go for a walk now Rachel <laughs> long walk up a shop here nobody's seen Paul for about three months I'm just like oh, I actually can't believe this Ange wins lads so good yeah Ange wins the Ange wins the, the Premier League his first season in the Champions League with Jota. I just hope Young Bart stays, man. I think he's going to go, but I hope he stays. Like I've heard that he's not really, he's not really um, given what he, he should be at a club like Celtic, and apparently that's why Rodgers isn't fancying him. I hope it's not true, but <laughs> did you see that Burnaby's on five k a week? <laughs> oh, oh. I get read out in court. I thought he'd born a bit more than that, but it just shows you. Bat has probably got getting offered an old YTS contract or something, a couple hundred quid. <laughs> Can't afford his rent. No, it's really funny. It's not funny, but it's a picture of the guys, the young guys, when you see like Ben Summers and Adam Fellman strip. 
you see him picture there and he just doesn't want to be he doesn't want it anywhere near us. He's just standing there like, like he's he's like he's his young cousin's birthday party or something, just standing there like, I don't want to be here now. It's like this he's like I don't know what we're supposed to like if you're a youngster at Celtic, we sent that lad Adam Montgomery out to St Johnston last year. He played was it St John ah, it was St Johnston yeah. it was Aberdeen. He got nominated for the young player of the year. Mm-hmm. And now we just loaned him out again, but this time to Fleetwood Town. He must be like that. What you know? What is the point? What mm. am I supposed to? I go away on loan to another Scottish Premiership team. I get nominated for a Young Player of the Year, mm. and you know we're all sitting here talking about how allegedly we're struggling at kind of left back and then left wing. And is he not a good? Would he not be a good Young Player to have in and around the squad to try and bring a bit of enthusiasm, must have a bit yeah. of confidence. It's all just very weird. It really is with, with the young, the youngsters at Celtic. Good point, Mikey. That's a fair point. Damn That's it, what Mikey. I was saying as well. Everybody's screaming about centre halves, and no, oh, we need to go and get somebody else now. And it's like, well, Lawal or Bose and Lawal was away down to Fleetwood as well with Montgomery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you just yeah. call, call him back? Mm. You know what I mean? He was kicking about in pre-season. He was mm. on the pitch in Dublin and stuff against Wolves, and that was. Yes. In the team, like so, like the guys are in the first team. Then, like, just call them back if you can, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just really funny, wasn't it? Like, you're like, well, she's signed another deal. You're like, wow, 2027. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't see that coming. Blah blah blah. Next picture on your phone. There's Wells like, <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> what's happening here? And Scales didn't do anything wrong in the preseason. Scales is playing well. You're supposed to be like, well, like something government's got a voodoo doll, isn't it? Especially PSVs as well. Their players have been dropping and getting all sorts of transfer rumours the minute they, <laughs> the minute they drew Rangers. Can't <laughs> <God>, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Beale's just sitting there with his... <laughs> Butland's going to be the greatest goalkeeper that's ever been in Scotland as well. You know, the press are already jumping over themselves talking about how good Butland is. Did it finish 2-2? Uh, yeah, I think so. Two away goals, you know. Back in the day. Exactly. Right, I can hear a baby crying, so I better go and help out. Right, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. Uh, look, I didn't, I didn't rant. I didn't rant. So I'm delighted we got weird rant just now. And uh, yeah, let's let's see what happens when next weekend rolls around. Happy All days. Eyes on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheers, Dan. Cheers, Martin. Cheers, Michael. All the best. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Cheers. Help, help.